Pichara Supply Chain, highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week, all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bicara Supply Chain. Uh, this is Norhadi House, and we have a very special guest today, uh, Grunia Lins, a senior manager and three celebrity lead at Accenture. Thank you for joining us, uh, Grunia. It's great to have you on the show. Hi, thanks, Norhadi. I'm really happy to be here today. Okay, absolutely. All right. So in today's episode, uh, we are going to talk about uh, building uh, traceability in the supply chain. But uh, before that, can you please brief a bit about yourself and your professional background? Absolutely. Um, it, it's uh, it's quite a, a long road to, to be speaking to you here today so far. I would say I've, I'm probably in my third uh, change in career. Right. So, um, you know, not uh, a lot of people in the supply chain function uh, have come from other places. So I started, um, I, I went through university and I, I graduated with a technical degree and I became a, a software developer. And right. I, I did that for a little while and I, I worked on lots of different programming languages and I, I worked in as a, um, a development manager and team lead for for programs that we were developing in um, transport and logistics. Um, and that interested me an awful lot. And I started to get more interested in not the, the software itself, but the, 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 the use cases, the business cases that we were developing. I went on then to lead uh, research teams in the area of uh, transport and logistics, um, looking at different ways that um, different stakeholders in the transport chain communicate with each other. We were looking to deal with an awful lot of um, legacy systems, trying to digitize uh, a lot of, tra- of transport, of the information that, that, uh, that you need, um, you know, that accompanies containers, let's say, as they travel yeah. throughout the world and to try and get agreement on that. And in the last couple of years, I've been, um, I, I kind of took a little bit of a, a change and I entered the pharmaceutical uh industry and I've been working in the area of serialization mm-hmm. and um, traceability right. in the supply chain and helping pharmaceutical manufacturers to um, know where their products are and to help them to comply with um, with legislation and with different laws in this space in different uh, as they sell their products throughout the world so it's been it's been interesting so far mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so let's move to the first question. Uh, in the context of supply chain itself, uh, what does it mean uh, traceability and why is it very important? Yeah, I'm so so happy that you started with that question because sometimes it's really helpful to just define things, you know, the, the, what, 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 what is it we mean about traceability? So, I mean, it's, it's the word itself. It's the ability to trace. Okay, so let's concentrate on that word trace. And we often see the word trace used in a lot of different, in a lot of different ways. But in supply chain, we see it very often coupled with the word track. 
So let me explain what the words track and trace mean together, and it'll help me to explain explain it. So when we track a product throughout the supply chain, we're looking we're looking forward to see where that product is going, or that where that where that thing is going, and we want to see where it is physically moving as it moves physically from one place to the next. But yeah. trace is nearly the opposite. Trace is looking back. It is looking in the past at where a product or an ingredient or something has come from. So it's all, it's the ability to trace is to have a sufficient information about where that product has come from. Whether mm-hmm. it is a, um, something as simple as some rice or some, or some potato, or like an ingredient that goes into a manufacturing process, we can also trace through that manufacturing process. And if you're a customer, if you're somebody that's eating some food, when you know that your product is traceable, it means that you know where it has come from. And the traceability is the ability to look back to see where something has come from. Mm -hmm. So the reason why that's important um, is for three, three reasons. There's many reasons, but I'm going to go with the top three reasons. In When we are making products, if that is a, a, a pharmaceutical product for a patient, or that is some sort of food, we'll just take, we will take, um, what will we take? We'll, we'll look at um, yogurt. We'll think, let's think about yogurt. Um, there, quality control is the top reason why we want to know where a product has come from. We want to know we, the, the customers who are consuming or taking that product want to know that, it, that the product has come from you know, a good place, that they can trust the product. Yep. Um, the manufacturers want to know where that product has come from so that they can put quality control tests in place so that they can make sure that there's a consistent quality from the ingredients that they're putting into their products. Um, the second reason is to make sure that there is uh, that the manufacturer, manu- the, the folks that are making products are complying with all the different kinds of legislation and regulation that comes about as, as a result of making something. So, the kinds of regulations that they might have might say you must put the ingredients of the product that you're making. Let's say if it's a food item like a yogurt, you must put the ingredients on the label before you sell it. That's a that needs that's mandated by regulation. Um, and so to make sure that the ingredients are put in the right way, you have to obviously know where your product is coming from. Mm. And the third reason is that there is a huge amount of change in the way that consumers are purchasing products at the moment be those products food or if it's uh, other products that are sourced from uh, where the ingredients are sourced from many places in the world we're Mm. seeing an awful lot of um, consumer knowledge about issues such as deforestation in certain regions of the world that's um, you know that's having an impact on the way that certain products such as soy or beef meat products or palm oil are sourced so consumers are demanding that manufacturers tell them where their products are coming from to say that they are sustainably sourced for example and so that change is driving the need for traceability within our food supply chains but also within our within our consumer goods supply chains so those are the top three reasons. And I'd probably say that the last reason in terms of the change in consumer, how consumers buy products is, is uh, what we're seeing as the top of those three. All right. Interesting. And 
Can you tell us some stories where you successfully developed traceability at your clients and what are the key success factors? Okay, sure. So let me give you again three three little stories here on this. So I've been working in the life science or in the pharmaceutical side of things for, for many years now. And the traceability has been mandated and required by pharmaceutical companies in a number of different markets. So in America and in Europe and in other markets as well, like India, uh, China, Brazil and, and Saudi Arabia. And traceability for that in that context means traceability in the distribution chain from manufacture to patient. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been working in this space for a good many years and the 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 purpose of that type of traceability system is to first of all identify what a product is in the supply chain and secondly along with some other technologies to try and prevent counterfeit medicines from entering the supply chain um so the the success factor for a pro- for for work like that in the pharmaceutical supply chain is that patients and you know organizations that purchase products such as ho- hospitals such as governments that purchase pharmaceutical products have should have a greater confidence in the product that they're buying that it hasn't been tampered with in some way in the supply chain so that's what i've been working on and traceability helps basically it helps it helps buyers of product to not buy counterfeit product which ultimately which ultimately helps the patient Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, let's just talk a little bit about food ingredients. So there are a huge number of companies that work in the business-to-business space in, you know, sourcing ingredients of food for food, and providing them onwards into into other large companies that provide those products then directly to customers. So I'm talking about, um, you know flavors i'm talking about um you know bulk items such as you know whey powder talking about rice etc a lot of these that have some sort of value add but they're done in a certain way they're 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 processed and it's a b2b relationship it's a business to business relationship what we've seen in this space is that traceability is a key differentiator in terms of business. If a food ingredients company who's providing whey powder, for example, can tell their customers who are providing that onto so into some sort of finished goods, if they can definitely say where a product has come from and provide information about the traceability of that product, it provides a differentiation for them and their product within that supply chain. But this is quite new. No, there's, it's very hard to get hold of all of this information. The, the yeah. pressure, as I mentioned, is coming from consumers into manufacturers, but it's also pushing down into tier one and tier two suppliers. So here I'm talking about the food ingredients companies that are tier one suppliers into manufacturers. So if they can provide that information, it makes the life of a manufacturer much easier and therefore um, it does provide a differentiation. So we've seen that as a critical success factor for those B2B customers. And thirdly, and quite quite different to those is, um, is the idea of provenance um, and um, provenance making sure that um, a 
something is sourced from a, from a particular location. I'm thinking specifically of parts of of um, fixings and parts in in industries that are automotive and aviation industries. When a part in this, uh, let's just talk about a fastener. Fastener is something that um, you know, a, a, like we call a a screw so you know something that attaches a piece of metal that you know that helps you to attach something to something else you know there's 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 an awful lot of grades of these types of things and certain grades of material can only be bought for aviation for example and if you put the wrong strength of a uh, fastener in a, in an airplane you know the, the 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 damage or the impact of that could be catastrophic so the parts and the fasteners that go into huge big airplanes, each and every single one of them needs to have a traceable and auditable history so that the parts have, you know, they so they can be proven to come from the right source and that that source is authentic and it has the right strength and at the right quality to prevent any issues. We've seen um, a huge amount of work in that space over the last few years to help digitize that work because that has been happening for many, many years, but it's been happening in paper format. So we've seen an awful lot of, uh, and I've seen um, a lot of work happening there to, to make sure that, that um, those records are digitized and available to everybody in that supply chain for visibility. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge amount of benefits that can come from introducing traceability systems within many, many industries from pharma to to food to aviation and automotive. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And in your personal uh, view, uh, Grunia, how do you see the role of uh, tools and technologies in relation to the traceability? Okay, so I think this is um, this is really interesting part that's happening at the moment. We we have quite a lot of capabilities to in terms of tools and technologies for finished goods. Um, when when a when something moved like a, a box of pharmaceutical product or, or or a food item when that leaves a manufacturer and goes to a customer or to a patient there's a lot of capabilities and tools and there's quite a lot of success already in that space um, we've got we've got um, codes that we can put onto boxes that are um, that will uniquely identify them they can be scanned um, within the supply chain by distributors, etc., and then they can also be scanned by a patient or a customer who who's using that product. We can add additional information into that. Um, we, we can scan it. A lot of people with smartphones, you know, typical cameras on those there can actually scan a QR code and get information about the product. Nothing terribly new in that process, to be honest. That that's 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 very available. I would say that the biggest challenge for traceability systems is now to really, really lock in the capabilities to track bulk items from source and into a manufacturing process. So we go back to the likes of sourcing milk that goes into yogurt or sourcing um, um, milk products also that might even go into whey products. So it's, it's from pretty much from the farmer or from a producer into a manufacturer and and that that is still really complicated and it's very difficult for the likes of ingredient companies to actually get full traceability there's a couple of different challenges around there a lot of these items are bulk items 
they are liquid bulk or dry goods bulk. And it's really difficult to, to you know, how do you measure that? Like, how do you measure like 10,000 metric tons of, of, of grain? And how do you attach a traceability capability around that? So an awful lot of our work now is to try and put tools and technologies, but more than that, to try and put processes around the procurement, the sourcing and procurement of products that go into our that that go into those pro, uh, manufacturing organizations, yeah. um, and to be honest with you, yeah, we do need some tools, and there's some great ones coming out at the moment. Um, there's DNA sampling, for example. There's different types types of tags that can be put into products, and they can be scanned for authenticity and provenance, and uh, they can be authenticated. But that's not for every single type of product. The, the best way to achieve traceability in those types of spaces, which is still evolving, is to try and put correct processes that helps to maintain a good data around where products have come from and to require your tier one, tier two, tier two and tier three suppliers to provide information all the way up the line. That's a huge challenge. Very simple to say very difficult to implement because of the sheer volume of information and also to help structure business agreements around providing not just the product, but the information as well. That'll take, a, that's a bit of a sea change. That's a change in, in how we actually source and procure our products. And I think that's probably where it's not necessarily a single tool, but that's where I see the change needs to go. Interesting. All right. So before we close today's conversation, uh, what are some other critics way that you would like to share with our listeners? Sure. I think there's a huge amount of, um, there's been a huge, huge move towards the globalization of supply chains in the last, well, it seems to be ever increasing, but the last 10 years, especially. Yeah. We have a huge amount of capability in certain countries, not where I live, but in certain countries, it's really fast to order a product and to have that product appear on your doorstep. And whilst that is is great in some ways, um, you know, I don't, I personally don't think it's very sustainable. I think we have to look at the idea of traceability, knowing where your product is coming from. What are you going to do when you know where your product is from? What does that mean you're going to do about it? So that, I think, leads me to conclude that you really have to address sustainability issues. When, when you have information about products, you need to address sustainability issues. And that sustainability comes to messaging people and, and, and consumers about how we consume our products. You know, the, we don't necessarily have a right to receive products very, very quickly if it means that there's an impact on the environment. And I think just trying to trying to see how traceability themes link into to sustainability is extremely interesting to me personally. The second thing that I'm I'm very interested to understand is is the capabilities that uh, traceability bring to have much better connections with with customers. If your customers are demanding that they want to know where products are coming from, that they you know that they're they're um, um, that they're dolphin fish, fishing free, that there's no impact on certain environments, that there's, you know, that the palm oil is sourced from good places. It really gives an opportunities for manufacturers to, to, to understand more about co- consumer requirements, but also to build that story. And that has, in our experience, only led to increased, uh, increased value of the brand to the consumer. 
So when a so that's that's really interesting. It's really thinking about building the story, building the traceability systems, and yep. building the stories to help engage with customers. And that's that's there's a huge amount of value there. Yeah, from what we've seen. So building traceability equals uh, and plus uh, plus plus the traceability systems and, and and understanding what information is of interest to customers and telling them and sharing that information really actually underpins trust and trust is absolutely leads to return customers and happy customers mm-hmm. interesting awesome all right gronia uh, i actually still have a couple of questions but uh, i think we are running out of time so uh thank you so much uh, for joining us uh, on today's podcast uh, i really enjoyed the conversation take care and bye-bye bye-bye thank you very much At Vichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Vichara Supply Chain and stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.vicharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.